When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. A binge-worthy show about Jesus? The Chosen Season 3 is here. Come and see what the buzz is about. The Chosen explores the imperfect and messy relationships of real humans following Jesus. All Season 3 episodes are available now. Stream every episode for free. Plus, watch exclusive content like The After Show, only in the new Chosen app. Download the Chosen app on mobile and TV streaming devices. Visit BingeJesus.com to learn more. What is funny now? <laughs> There's a headline. Oh, it's Fox News. Revolt inside the New York Times. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's what happens now. If this was like a right-wing newspaper or website that had the strikers, they wouldn't get that kind of coverage. So uh, yeah. oh, one yeah. side just likes to accent what's wrong with the other side as much as they can. People who uh, sit in chairs with advanced college degrees, angry over working conditions. Mm. Well, you know. <laughs> They're educated writers. They are informing sure. the world on the major issues of the day, yes. and they deserve compensation. Mm. All the great uh, gender crises of the day. What do we got for you this hour? Oh, there's a lot of good stuff, and I'll begin with the headline, Deborah Mark. 
P22 must die. Yeah, I know. Second oh, look strike. at that. She agrees. No, I didn't say I agree. I didn't say that. I said, well, you yeah, said, yeah, I, I know. know. I know because I, 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 I know the story. Sounded like you resigned to his uh, demise. P22 is a mountain lion. We'll explain why P22 has to die. No relocating. Die. Sorry. All right. <laughs> She doesn't object that much. No, I didn't say that. I'm going to wait until we talk about this. She's she's saving her objections. Exactly. And the related mountain lion story out of Northern California is hard to believe. We'll tell you that one, too. Also, we're going to talk about uh, these attacks on electric substations, electricity substations that have occurred in a number of places around the country. Real fears for the grid. We begin the hour by talking about Assembly Bill 257 also known as the FAST Act. The word FAST, of course, refers to fast food. This is your California government at work. Whenever we don't like what the private sector is doing, we will interfere and in some cases pretty much take over. So this is what it is. A 10 councils, uh, whatever you want to call it, agency, to oversee working conditions for employees at counter service chains with a hundred and more locations. They will work on working conditions, wages. Uh, it looks like the idea is to eventually try to step in no, and uh, replace the decisions of the corporations yeah. and the workers' uh, pay Go- and conditions. Government control of private business, which is what they had in the Soviet Union. But what did we have going I, on for years? Remember the fight for 15? That was well, a lot of fast food. That was, we didn't know how much of them were workers. That, Some of them were just union people that it, who were out there campaigning for a $15 an hour that, wage. That was, that was just agitation by socialist communist groups because the workers themselves were rarely on the picket lines. Well, it wasn't. Well, actually, it was it was union people. It was, uh, it was they un- were not fast food union people. No, there were but, other union people yeah, but, who wanted to add them to the ranks. Yeah, that's right. The union. People, Remember, they wore their purple. Right. They wanted to expand the size of the union. That is completely different from an unfair wage complaint. The wages are not unfair because it is very low skill labor, and when you're easily replaced, the market will will set up a, a wage at, at a low number. Because the the job isn't worth that much. If you don't need any special skills and everybody has those skills, the, the one of the great changes from when I was a teenager is I had a lot of friends who had fast food jobs uh, in the summertime, and nobody ever complained. They just wanted to make some extra money in the summer. Sometimes their parents made them. That used to be a thing. And then cut to current days, and you have grown men, sometimes middle-aged men and women, yes. working at these minimum wage jobs and complaining that it's not enough. Well, it, of course it's not it's enough. not enough to pay a mortgage and raise a family. It right. never was enough. The turnover rate is always high because you're passing through. It's mostly high school and college kids. And really, if you're doing this work after the age of 22, you got the big L on your forehead. What's the appeal of fast food restaurants? They're fast and they're cheap. If you're going to start paying the workers like 30 or $40 an hour, it ain't going to be cheap no more. And the thing is... And what, you're going to do this so they can afford a house and to raise a family? Instead, meanwhile, you're going to drive up and pay $20 for a hamburger? It doesn't work that way. There's so much, I would call it economic illiteracy. <laughs> you know, there's real illiteracy. People can't read. and Mathematical illiteracy, they can't count or make change. And then there's economic illiteracy. There's this belief 
that because someone pays a license fee for the McDonald's sign and the McDonald's menu, that that is the CEO of McDonald's that owns the franchise. And it's not. It's a local guy or a local woman or a local family. And their profit margin is really thin. And no, they can't pay $22 an hour for you to flip a burger. That's simply mathematically impossible. Not that you know mathematics. I mean, there's a reason that you're flipping burgers at your age. It's because you don't know mathematics. You don't know how economics works. You just think you're entitled to a big salary because you exist. But I think you touched on it earlier, even though every now and then the media interviews the workers and they sound like they're really on hard times. A lot of this are, see, the Service Employees International Union put out a statement on this. That's who's behind this, along with the politicians that believe, oh, everything is unequal economically and I have to do what I can as a politician yeah. to correct it. Therefore, I will confiscate control from these fast food franchises Some, and companies. Sometimes I wonder. And I will determine the wages and the working conditions. I, I think it's just bribery. The, the unions control the Democratic Party in California, and the unions, by their nature, always want more. The unions act exactly like corporations do. Corporations always want bigger profits. The unions always want to make more money, and the union leaders always want to get more pay. It's this, they're exactly a mirror image of the corporations. Right. But their shtick is the corporations are bad and abusing the workers. No, they're not. You, the workers, you don't have any skills worthwhile. You're never going to get paid very much. And, and, well, and if you force local franchisees to pay 22 bucks an hour, they're just going to go out of business. And we see companies going out of business now because the, the conditions are terrible. Like Walmart announced they might do that. Uh, Walgreens has oh, closed stores the theft, now, fr- yeah. from the theft. You'll now have, you'll now have local franchisees. Closing the doors because it's like, hey, we it doesn't work economically. Math doesn't work, so we're closing. Well, here's the update. The fast food people have, first of all, organized themselves into a uh, organization called, it's a good name, Save Local Restaurants. Right, good, two good words in there, Save Local, to make people think this is about yeah. local small restaurants. Yeah, it's and, about fooling them, yes. Uh, uh, it, they claim they got a million signatures to put on the ballot, a measure that would overturn AB257. That's they made the news this week for that. that's a lot of signatures, a million signatures, even if they throw. I don't know how many they need to qualify this for the ballot, but it's so this is like to get rid of cushion. This is to get rid of the commission. Yes, it would overturn the assembly bill, which would get rid of the council. All right. So it's, it's not a fake title. It really would save local residents, local, local businesses, rather. Yes. And restaurants. Well, yes. But although they said the top contributors behind it are. You might have guessed In-N-Out, Chipotle, Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. They're not exactly small. Well, the franchisees are small of those places, but Uh, In-N-Out actually owns all of its own restaurants. In-N-Out makes a great product, and and they actually, by the standards of fast food, pay their employees uh, pretty well. They do. And and there's this... this, It's always young and clean people in there. (laughs) Yes, clean people are really important. (laughs) <laughs> I, you know sparkling what? white outfits they have. There, there's such a disease in our culture against people who succeed, people who make money, companies that do well. And it really has happened like over the last 10 years. A lot of things have changed in the last 10 years. This is not one of those, oh, in the old days it was better. This is in recent memory. Uh, yeah. in, in, in 2010, even 2015, things were different. 
and the woke holes have taken control of all the uh, all the cultural beliefs in this country, and and people feel shamed and bullied into agreeing with it. But I, I that that's that the sign of a nation that is failing and dying. If you don't celebrate successful people, if you don't celebrate people who make money, corporations that do well, you're going to end up with a rundown, mediocre, or worse nation. Well, it's a it's a terrible set of attitudes. It's a set of loser attitudes. There's so much infighting going on now. That's another sign of a nation in decline. Oh yeah, when, when the people are at each other's throats. You're responsible. I blame you. I don't remember having these discussions even during the most of the Obama years. Uh, I, it's something that happened, I guess, uh, around the onset of Trump. You know, because because his existence, uh, oh, he raised the bar and on this, energized right? all these these woke a holes, and they've gone they've gone full anarchist, full communist all about confiscation of private property, control of, of uh, corporations, how much profit they make, how much you pay to employees. Woof. Well, yeah, it's a belief that capitalism is broken and we have to fix it, that we have to end it effectively because uh, yeah, it's, and, it's, and it's repla- evil. Replace it with social Government control. Empowerment. Right, because it's that Government control, well. right. Right. The government will take all the money and, and distribute it properly and, so and equally among all its citizens. These people who are illiterate when it comes to reading, math, economics, are also illiterate when it comes to history. They don't know what happened when they tried socialism, communism in many countries around the world. It ended up at a terrible fiasco every single time. It's right, never got, worked. We got more coming up. It is the John and Ken Show on KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Maybe we should go to the homes of animal activists. Stand in their lawn, get bullhorns, and shout at them all night. They mean well. No, they don't. Yes, they do. They're trying no. to protect and save animals. That's their cover. What are they covering for? Uh, the, their diminished, empty lives. Mm. Okay. <laughs> it's the John and Ken Show. John Cobelt and Ken Shampoo. KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, we, we have a brand new update on the story we headlined at the top of the hour that I said P-22 must die. Uh, P-22 is a mountain lion. We're not talking about the pony rides here, but here's the mountain lions again. There's been there's quite a few stories lately with the mountain lions. There was one in John's neighborhood recently. But uh, P-22 is named P-22 because it's already been captured and tagged. And that's how they refer to it, P-22. Uh, it has uh, killed one chihuahua and uh, just attacked another one. And mm. now they're going to they're going to capture it and evaluate it. That's for right. Exhibiting signs of distress. Yes. Um, See, they're not just going to shoot it and kill it. You shoot it and kill it. No, it, they're, because they're if it can take a dog, it could take a child. There's something really wacky about this mountain lion. Got to go. So, in your hierarchy, chihuahuas are uh, on top of mountain lions. It's not about hierarchy. It's about behavior. This is the death penalty. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain lions are all over the place, but this one is right there on the streets now, grabbing chihuahuas. Uh-uh. <laughs> this one's wacko. This one's a serial killer. This one dies. That's it, Deborah Mark. I think they're going to evaluate it, and maybe it needs some medical well, attention. It's upset. Yeah, it's a hurt. psychiatrist, huh? And maybe it needs some medication, and they're going to go put it back in the wild and Do, see what uh, happens. Mountain lions get ra- uh, rabid. I don't know. I think There's- almost all creatures can get rabid, right? <laughs> People. Or is that only something that mammals get? Because bats is where 
Is it a mammal thing? I don't know. Maybe it's a little senile and it thought the chihuahua was a bunny. Just hungry. That's all. Uh, well, no, I, I don't. They're hungry. I, I don't like that. I mean, it grabbed a leash chihuahua. Yeah, no, really that, 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 but the coyotes do the same thing. Should, um, yeah, so we should kill coyotes. So what do too. we do? We're just going to kill all these animals? We're just going to have a mess? You kill the animals that attack. That is all I'm saying. You do not bother the rest. Once the animal has shown the temperament to come and attack either other animals, pets, people, goodbye. Should somebody be killed for being hungry? That's not the question. There's plenty of food. <laughs> That's my question. What are you playing Deborah Mark's role now? I'm rubbing off on it. Sometimes him. I identify as Deborah. Oh, you <laughs> poor see. guy. Well, you're just playing devil's advocate. No, it's just a question I have. I don't know uh, that it's hunger. So- I don't know that it's hunger. You think it's just viciousness? Mean. Well, let's look at story number two. Did you see what happened to the border collie up in Sonoma County? Mm. No. That is incredible video. The mountain lion went into a woman's home. I don't know. The door was open, like a sliding glass door in the backyard. He dragged the border collie out into the yard. The border collie faints from shock. Oh, no. And it, I thought the border collie at first was smart, was playing dead. The mountain lion stands over it but leaves. So, John, if he's hungry, why didn't he eat the the border collie? He did not. He simply grabbed the border collie out into the yard and then left. But he did go up and eat two goats. Well, he killed two goats. Oh, right. sorry. So he was hungry. I shouldn't say eat. It's not clear if he if he ate them or he just killed them. I mean, these are predatory beings. So, but they... we're also building. We're building homes in these areas where these animals were. They, they were there first. That's the problem. I live up in the hills, and I don't like coyotes. I really don't. I'm terrified when I walk my dogs. But then I sit there and I say, "Okay, well, you're the ding dong that decided to move up in the hills where the animals are." Well, this woman. This is the place outside of Santa Rosa. Uh, the person that owns the home. Great last name. Her name is Rebecca Cracker. Uh, Miss. <laughs> Miss Cracker said there must be something wrong with this mountain lion because usually they uh, have some fear. I'm going to make the same case I made two minutes ago. Now that this mountain lion has done this, kill it. That's it. There are plenty of mountain lions that don't do this, Deborah Mark. We can save all of them. But once they exhibit this type of behavior, and I'm afraid development's not going to end just because you think we're we're encroaching on their space. So the more we develop, the more we have a right to kill the mountain lions whose space we're invading. No, that's my point. We do not. No, we kill the mountain lions who attack us, John. Stop trying to twist the story. But at some point, are we the aggressor for moving into their uh, neighborhoods, into their land? We take priority. People got to live. We're people. We don't have to live in the hills. So you're a human supremacist. Uh, I am. I'm... uh... No, I'm not anti-animal. I've made this very clear. It's only about the ones well, that exhibit this kind of deadly behavior you that they want to kill them. No, some animals are worthy of uh, but don't, uh, support. And others, but all uh, these animals, aren't they, if given given the chance, that they're going to try and, and attack animals? I, I don't. Isn't know. this just like people? If you commit murder, we're putting you away. In fact, John and I are for the death penalty for people who murder. Mm. If you're an animal who murders... We're going to murder something unusual. <laughs> obviously, obviously, mountain lions do kill like small game. Well, I mean, I guess, that's I that's their thing, right? Um, so I think well, that with the chihuahua... Coyotes look, kill rodents, see, which is uh, a good thing. Well, uh, all right. There you go. So if they're eating rodents or, or squirrels or possums, then no death penalty. Yeah, nobody's attached to those but, but they creatures. Go, but if it's somebody... They don't know how to distinguish the, a household if, pet. If the animal has an emotional... Uh, if there's no, wait, an emotional let me get this straight from both of you. <laughs> A mountain lion that kills a small dog or attacks a little girl like that no, should not die. No, should not uh, die. First of all, I didn't. I what didn't are you put, out of your mind? I didn't put the. I did not 
I did not say anything about the little girl. And I hate that this these chihuahuas are getting attacked. I have two dogs. You know how I feel about my dogs. But unfortunately, that's what these animals do. That's why I go out with a taser. I do I, everything I, I can to try but and But I'm and asking you a simple away. question. If we capture the correct coyote, we do not kill it? I think we should relocate it. John Cobelt, we do not kill it? Um, coyotes you can kill. They're squirreling all over the place. Ma- so. Coyotes you can kill. Mountain lions I like. And I don't think oh. there's a moral difference between the mountain lion going after a squirrel and going after a, a, a small dog. It doesn't know the difference. That's really. what I was saying. It doesn't know the dog uh, is is connected to a human, and the human has an emotional attachment. Uh, yeah, Beca- but if we- because well. a human has an emotional attachment to an animal, then that animal lives. And an animal that, that doesn't have a connection to a human, that animal dies. Right, but we can't look at the world that black and white way because we are people with pets, and therefore we have to guard our part of the universe that's important. And it, those things are important. I think we need to have loud things like a whistle. You know, you, you guys were talking about how to prevent coyote attacks. A whistle, a taser that makes noise, do whatever we can when we're walking our pets to scare away coyotes. Yeah, I think this woman's lions. point up in Sonoma County is that they're losing the fear. Maybe that stuff's not going to work. Well, that is, that is, that is. This guy entered the house. That, yeah. Well, don't have a doggy door. That's the that's, other thing. Don't have a doggy door that, if that's how it got in. That's uh, trespassing, an illegal break in. All right, we got to do the news. John and Ken show KFI. All right, the moist line is coming back tomorrow. And of course, we play the fun Christmas music behind it. You want to be a part of it? Leave a message. There's still time. The iHeartRadio app using the microphone icon is one way to connect. Or you can call the toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. I just saw a story that uh, George Gascon went on Channel 7 today to defend how the DA's office is going to handle crimes involving immigrants. We should get this audio. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We told you yesterday that he has a new directive that you have to consider the deportation status of a criminal when deciding what the charges are going to be he, against the criminal. He is going to hold back charges if it means the illegal alien might get deported by the federal government. For example, gun enhancements. The uh, alien commits a crime. A, a gun charge would increase the penalty. More time in prison and may get him deported. Well, Gascon doesn't want criminal illegal aliens deported. Now, if you're not a criminal illegal alien, you might get the gun charge enhancement. You get special protection if you're here illegally. You get treated more harshly if you're an American citizen. I mean, officially, the whole universe is inverted. Everything is upside down and reversed from the way things used to be just a few years ago. All right, so we'll get this audio and probably get to the story next hour. Here on the Johnny Kendrick, we brought it to you last night in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, we have these electricity substation attacks going on. The one that's been making news is the one in North Carolina where tens of thousands of people were without power for days. Somebody shot at the substation. And uh, also in the Pacific Northwest, Oregon and Washington, five electricity substations have been attacked just in the last couple of weeks. At least five power stations, according to the FBI, Um, The Department of Homeland Security warned earlier this year that domestic extremists have been developing plans to target the power grid since 2020. Although I remember going back to 9-11 days, right? They talked about 
how that might be one thing that the terrorists might try to do besides oh, setting yeah. off a chemical or biological bomb would oh, be attack well, the power grid. Because it's easy to do, and it, it's especially crippling. It is. Uh, you know, you shut down uh, the electrical grid, you shut down the Internet. Uh, you, 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 really, you can really do a lot of damage just by focusing on one site. And, and those sites uh, are not particularly well protected. No, it says here that uh, at the Pacific Northwest substations, they used hand tools and firearms and metal chains. Uh, in recent attacks, criminal actors bypassed security fences by cutting the fence links, lighting nearby fires, shooting equipment from a distance, or throwing objects over the fence and onto the equipment. Is how they're do- the motives are just not known. And nobody knows whether or not these are just, you know, right-wing or left-wing extremists. We just don't know. It's, well, it's just, it's, it's anarchy. It's terrorists. They, they want to cause damage, destruction, tear down America. Everybody's got a different set of reasons, but they all have the same, they all have the same drive, and they all have the same destination. I guess. They want, they want to wreck the place. Although you heard one of the theories in the North Carolina attacks? Stopping drag shows. <laughs> The power went out over the weekend in North Carolina during the Downtown Divas drag show at the Sunrise Theater in Southern Pines about an hour into the performance. Prior to that, a number of protesters and counter-protesters gathered to demonstrate in front of the theater. So what, there are um, some that believe there's linkage in North Carolina. Well, based on what evidence? Be, based on I, what evidence? The fact that they were there angry and protesting and then the power went out just an hour into the performance. Is there well, it went out all over the place, though, didn't it? It did, but whoever struck oh, okay. knew that if they attacked this substation, it might send the power down at that club, I guess. Wouldn't you just cut the wires at the club? Uh, that would be easier Yeah, cut the wires, right? Uh, yeah, a lot of it's being done by gunshots. Like, it's like the whole world is this big conspiracy theory game. Well, what if this happened? Well, why did this happen? Well, you blame the left-wing anarchists, right? That was your theory just now, so, you know. Did we I? Could, we don't... I you did. Know. You said something about the anarchists who really want to cause chaos. Oh, doing well, this. yeah, there's, 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 yeah, but there's, there's right wing anarchists too. I didn't mean that specifically. For oh, okay. I said so I usually attach the anarchist word to that the crowd that was out there protesting the, the George Floyd thing and everything. Yeah, else they're all on. kind of the same. I mean, they just want disruption, disorder. Yeah, I guess so because uh, they're not going to get any change by doing this. They're just going to create disruption well, and disorder. And they're not going to get any change by put us all in the dark. And- that's all. Everything gets dark for a while, and then they'll fix it, and we move on. A lot of this, so much of this, is pointless. It, it really amuses me. It's like, all right, you know, you blew up a building. All right, you shut down the electricity. We're we're going to rebuild everything. We're going to move on tomorrow. So you're you're not getting anywhere with this. <laughs> all right. Oh. When we come back, oh, and I pulled this story just for you, John. They have pulled DNA basically out of soil that they believe they can analyze and take us back two million years to tell us what life was like in Greenland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they discovered something shocking. Shocking and quite different from what we see today. We'll talk about it. John and Ken Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. We mentioned uh, this the other day. We saw an interview with a journalist by the name of Sam Canonis. He was on our show a couple of months ago. He wrote for LA Magazine, and this time he was interviewed by a New York magazine, The Intelligencer. And it was all about super meth, uh, also fentanyl, and what it's done to the homeless population 
And uh, the thing that really occurred to both of us in reading the interview was this idea that uh, these drugs, especially uh, meth, which has become far more potent in its production, uh, takes away your instinct for self-preservation. And, and that may explain a lot about why this homeless problem the last six, seven, eight, ten years, whatever, has really gotten worse. Because mm. people that get hooked on these super potent drugs now are just not in the mode to make any decisions that could uh, keep them alive, it, basically. It, it's, it's destroying their brains. It's actually destroying the instinct to stay alive. That's, That's why they need to be taken in and helped. <laughs> whatever it takes, right? I, I, because I, they're not going to make that decision for themselves. They don't want to. I think it's a, a shocking discovery that explains a lot of what's going on in the streets because what's going on didn't exist just a few years ago. And the question that was always in my head is like, why are things going on that you've never seen before? And it's so prevalent. Something's changed. What's changed? And it's, it's, it's the meth used to be 50% pure. There was such a concept. It was 50% meth. Now it's 99% meth. And that'll do a number on your brain. Yeah. And, and that, that destroys your brain. If you look at these, these drugs as poison, it, these aren't overdoses. These, it's, it's like drinking uh, Drano, right? <laughs> I, nobody dies from an overdose of Drano. You get no. poisoned by Drano. Well, the meth is the, is the poison here, and it destroys your brain cells. And with fentanyl, apparently there's no coming back. Uh, fentanyl addicts eventually die. Yeah. Right? Meth people can get off of, but fentanyl's really difficult. Yeah, this, is, so, uh, this is why you're seeing things that you never saw before. And so, that's really what the tactics to combat it have to be about, to recognize this first rather than just say, hey, it's a housing problem. No, it's, uh, you know, people got to... That has to be stomped and shut down, that whole line. No, it is. It's really. That's childish. That's that's, that's something an eight-year-old would come up with. This, this, The science of this is the meth and the fentanyl are destroying these people's brains. And if it takes away your your, your self-preservation instinct, it means you have no desire for anything other than the drug. And it does, you don't care if you die. You're sitting there going, oh, if only I had a roof over my head. They're not thinking about it. They don't want that. They need another hit of the drug. All right, now, let's look at the science. Scientists have discovered the oldest known DNA, used it to reveal what they say was life was like two million years ago in the northern tip of Greenland. Today, what do we know Greenland as? Described here in this news story as a barren Arctic desert. But back then, it was a lush landscape of trees, vegetation, Animals, even including the now extinct Mastodon. Think about that. And we've talked about that from time to time on the subject of climate change because we've said, well, look at Greenland. But apparently there was research, and now this seems to be more specific, that said that at one time it was pretty lush. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, Greenland is usually covered with a lot of ice and permafrost, which is permanently frozen barren land. Uh and, and everybody wondered, why was it named Greenland? Because hundreds of years ago, there was a warming period, and the ice melted in Greenland, and beautiful things started growing, this lush environment that you mentioned. And so, Well, if this was this, two million years ago, it tells me this cycles back and forth. Yes. Yes. And get this line here. Millions of years ago, this region was undergoing a period of 
intense climate change. Oh, no. That sent temperatures up. Sediment built up for tens of thousands of years before the climate cooled and cemented everything into permafrost. Oh, look at that. A warming period that melted all the ice for tens of thousands of years. Climate so, change. Hmm. The warming period wasn't from carbon, from people driving cars? Oh, you know the kinds of cars they were driving two million years ago? Those yeah, Mastodons? In Greenland? Yeah. Oh, Mastodons are driving Lamborghinis all over. Um, the cold environment helped preserve the delicate bits of DNA that they used. They came along and started to drill samples out beginning in 2006. During the region's warm period, when average temperatures were 20 to 34 degrees Fahrenheit higher than today, the area was filled with plant and animal life. Look at that. Okay. Do you know... That the fear is, a hundred years from now, the average temperature might be two degrees higher than it higher is now to today. Two, yeah. and back then, two million years ago, the temperature, average temperature, shot up, perhaps as high as thirty-four degrees. Huh? Wow. Who knew? Well, the only thing that I think of, and this, of course, I'm not a scientist, but wow. I realize soil and DNA samples can be powerful, but to go back two million years with it, that just uh, kind of shocks me that you would even, there'd be any science that could do that with yeah, any accuracy. Yeah, I, I know. And that's, that's assuming this is, it says... One big surprise was finding DNA from the mastodon, an extinct species that looks like a mix between an elephant and a mammoth. They did not expect that. I, well, I guess that's one of the hints that it was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, the DNA showed uh, traces of animals, geese... Uh, hares, reindeer, lemmings. Mm. The lemmings still survive here. Uh, they found a dung beetle. Wow. Um, I wouldn't have in a million years expected to find a mastodon in northern Greenland, said a researcher at Stockholm University. So they also uh, got, uh, they've got clues about marine life, too. But, Horseshoe crabs, green algae lived in the sea. Do you see why this the is... War, the waters were likely warmer back then. Do you see why this is current-day hysteria? Seems like when you look at this, let, that let, let somebody, this is some kind of a cycle. Let somebody explain how the average temperature rose 34 degrees in Greenland two million years ago and then cooled again to turn everything icy and hard. How did all that happen? They don't know. All right, and, our guests. And, and by the way, the hysteria that if we go up two degrees, the world's going to come into end. We're all going to boil over. What boiled over back then in Greenland? Looks like they had a rich, diverse life. All these different species, even a mastodon. Sam Canonis is our guest coming up next. Uh, New York Times bestselling author of a book uh, of Dreamland. And now we're going to talk about The Least of Us, the true tales of America and hope in the time of fentanyl and meth. And we're going to hone in, uh, like we did a couple of months ago, talking to him about uh, super meth and the homeless. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today. 
at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.